I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast here on this Thursday, December 22nd, wow, of 2022, three days away from Christmas, and it's my pleasure to be speaking with you all here today as we gear up for the holiday season and family and all the craziness that comes along with that. Of course, if you want to subscribe to the show, please do so. I highly encourage you to do so. That's the best way to ensure that a new edition of the podcast gets downloaded into your library whenever we come out with a new episode. You can find the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, download, listen, rate, subscribe. It's all there. Uh, since I didn't have a guest on the show last week, I'm coming back with a holiday treat for you this week. Two guests. Yes, two guests. Sean Keeley is the editorial director of Comeback Media. Comeback Media owns the website's Awful Announcing and the comeback. Sean wrote a very prescient piece last month titled, What Happens uh, to Sports Media if Twitter Dies? And, well, it's been quite a month on Twitter since Elon Musk took over, and it's been quite a week on Twitter with the bands of tech journalists who have written critically about Elon Musk to the bands of journalists who have talked about Elon Musk's private flight information, including the Twitter account that monitored where Elon Musk's private uh, plane was going at all times. Uh, We've had a very short-lived ban on including outside links to other social media platforms on Twitter. It's been an incredible mess. So as I mentioned, Sean Kelly wrote that piece way back in November, What Happens to Sports Media If Twitter Dies?, And I thought this would be a great week to have Sean on the show and talk about exactly that. What happens to sports media if and when Twitter dies? And then after my conversation with Sean, I'll bring on sports law expert Daniel Wallach, who's been covering, uh, it may seem a little dry, but it's quite interesting. And it certainly has big names. This Barstool Sports Mass Gaming Commission uh, back and forth, basically a brief a, a synopsis here, and I'm not going to get too much in the weeds, but Penn National, of course, uh, purchased a share of Barstool Sports in early 2020. Penn National is now on track to become the, fu- the, the, the full owners of Barstool Sports, and Penn National bought Barstool in part to elevate its gaming it's it's uh it's gaming platforms and to reach more people in the sports betting arena we now have the Barstool Sportsbook and Penn National owns a bunch of casinos around the country including Plain Ridge Park Casino in Massachusetts sports betting both online and in person was legalized in Massachusetts this past summer so now all the casinos in Massachusetts including Plain Ridge Park Casino are applying for sports books the problem is for Plain Ridge Park Casino is they are owned by Penn National, 
and Penn National is tied into Barstool Sports. And the Massachusetts Gaming Commission has a lot of issues, and I think rightfully so, with the way that Barstool Sports carries itself, the way that Dave Portnoy has talked about gambling, uh, given the gambling industry's history as a uh, organized crime syndicate, um, these gaming commissions are pretty strict. And also just given how addictive gambling is and can be, uh, these gaming commissions are pretty strict when it comes to who gets licenses, how they act. Uh, so Barstool Sports is in the crosshairs with the Massachusetts Gaming Commission. And there was a hearing that went on this past week uh, that went a long way towards deciding what the future is going to be. So Daniel Wallach, sports law expert, uh, is coming up as well a bit later on to talk about that. Very interesting story. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But before I get to my two distinguished guests today, I just want to say, oh man, Willie McGinnis, what are you doing for those who don't know, Willie McGinnis, of course, is not just a three-time Super Bowl champion and Patriots legend, but he's an analyst for NFL Network, and uh, I think he lost all of his media gigs with a few uh, right hooks. Uh, earlier this week, Willie McGinnis uh, turned himself in and was released on alleged assault charges. Uh, TMZ has the video. Earlier this month, McGinnis uh, pulverized somebody, and that's really the only word to use. He walked over to somebody in a West Hollywood nightclub who was sitting down. The man stood up the second William McGinnis approached him. And then William McGinnis just started wailing, wailing away at this guy. Um, and well, now he's in a lot of legal trouble. And William McGinnis commented on this yesterday on Instagram, posting a story saying, don't always believe what you, you know, what you see does it. Something along the lines of, don't always believe what you see. The truth will come out. Um, well, he certainly has a lot of explaining to do. Because from the video that I saw, it certainly looked like he went up to a guy sitting at a nightclub and started beating the hell out of him. And, you know, would William McGinnis really be that unhinged to go up to somebody completely unprovoked and just start wailing on him and getting himself into all this legal trouble? And also, again, losing his media gigs. I mean, everything is on videotape now. It's just hard to imagine that. What was Willie McGinnis thinking? I mean, this clearly, he may have issues with this guy. They may have a past. I think it's quite apparent they do have a past. Because, again, the man stood up the second Willie walked up to him on the videotape. But, you know, unless Willie McGinnis was acting in self-defense. And he wasn't in that video. Because, again, he approached this guy. Um... Again, I'm not sure what he was thinking. This was a really bad decision uh, that could really cost him, not just legally, but professionally, because William McGinnis was one of several members of the Patriots dynasty who had carved out a really nice career for himself in the sports media landscape. He's been a mainstay on NFL Network for years, and now it's going to all be gone. And this video, you know, this isn't just a police report. There is video now, and this video is going to follow him around for as long as he lives, him just pummeling this guy and a West Hollywood nightclub. So I think we've seen the end of William McGinnis' media career, at least for a while. Uh, I think we've seen the end of his NFL Network career, certainly. And 
The question is, why, Willie? What happened? I'm very curious to hear his explanation. But I know you're curious to hear my conversations with Sean Keeley and Daniel Wallach. Some good topics coming up. And that's on the other side of this short break. It's a Sports Media Mayhem podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening.